Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, 24 Karat Tribe. Hey, peeps. Welcome back. We're super excited to be here today. I am excited to introduce a friend of mine, Hillary, who is not only a mom, a stepmom, and a third-generation business owner, but she is also a small business coach. And we're not sure how you do it all, but you're going to tell us. <laughs> um, but she is studies the Enneagram. And I don't know if many of you know what that is, but she's going to explain it to us. I know some of you know your Enneagram number, and Phyllis and I were fascinated with it. I've taken the test. I know that I'm a two, which is a helper, which surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, but we wanted to have her on so that she could explain to us the Enneagram and then also talk to us just a little bit about how that works within our own Christian faith. Because I know there's sometimes controversy wrapped around that. So right. um, let's just dig right in. So hello, Hillary. How are you? Good. Hello. It is so awesome to be on. Thank you so so much for having me. I am thrilled to talk to you and your audience today. Well, we're excited Great. to have you. So tell us a little bit of about yourself and about your background, and then we'll just dive right into um, talking about the Enneagram. Sure. Okay. So I have a crazy, crazy story, um, but I will try to keep it as short and <laughs> succinct as possible. I am known to ramble. <laughs> That's okay. We'll just edit you. (laughs) Perfect. 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 Okay. So, uh, hello, everyone. My name is Hillary, and as um, Rhonda said, I'm a wife, mom, stepmom, and third-generation small business owner. Um, I was born and raised in Central California, um, but made it to the Midwest um, for college in 2009 and have just been here ever since. Um, my life is definitely not the norm, um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, just to touch on, you know, the highlights of why my life is not the norm. Um, I got married for the first time when I was 19 and quickly had my two beautiful sons within 18 months of each other. And surprise, my second son um, surprised us with a Down syndrome diagnosis at mm. first. Um, which really mounted stress on top of my already really rocky marriage, Mm -hmm. um, which then unfortunately ended when my youngest um, son was one. Um, But I do have a happy ending. Um, I am now happily married to the love of my life and really my true soulmate. Um, We've been married now for two years, and we currently split our time um, between Southeast Missouri and the Raleigh-Durham area of North Carolina, um, together, we have five boys. Yes, you heard that right. Five, uh, ranging from Yikes. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I like to say that I just live in a constant rat house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a lot of Clorox in your life, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, for sure. Yeah. And on, 
on top of that, I mean, I we have the gamut of ages. My oldest stepson is 17, and then my youngest son is six. Um, wow. So pretty much in every phase of life, like we deal, we're dealing with right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So my stepsons are amazing, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of their lives. And um, during all of those crazy life changes and life circumstance, I did graduate with a PR and marketing degree. Um, and found myself working in agencies and in corporate America for the first five years or so of my career. Um, but it quickly became very clear to me that being an entrepreneur and small business owner, it was just in my blood um, and was really going to be the key to my happiness and fulfillment in life and just really who God created me to be. Um, so Pat, for the past four years or so, I've made it my mission to really help small business owners um, because that is my passion. I've lived that life my whole life. And um, so I work with small business owners on identifying who they are as a person and business owner first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I coach them on forming the marketing and operation strategies and tactics that are most sustainable um, for their personality type. And that's where I use the Enneagram. Uh, so I know that was a lot of information. <laughs> no, that's my my quick and dirty bio, I guess you would say. No, that's awesome. I mean, we always like our listeners to be able to have a little bit of background on, you know, who we're talking to. And um, we connected actually on social media, and I was just so fascinated by how you're using both, you know, business to use the enneagram because I think a lot of times people forget that. Um, it's good for both business and personal and your personal relationships. It's really important. And in business, it's really important as well. So what kind of made you interested in the Enneagram? Like what got you started and going, ah, this is what I need to incorporate into, you know, being a business coach. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I first want to start off by kind of hitting, I know you guys hit it at the beginning that it kind of can just be like a controversial topic. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to start off by saying, you know, how I, use the Enneagram and what it means to me and and definitely hitting on how I incorporate it um, within my faith. And um, so during that time in my life where I was going through my divorce and dealing with just, you know, my son's diagnosis, there was a lot of um, self-pity and I was really angry at God. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't I didn't like where my life was. I didn't know why I was here. I thought, you know, I had jumped through all the right hoops. I had, you know, lived my life. You know, obviously every person makes mistakes, but I was like, like, God, why? You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was absolutely crazy, um, how the Enneagram stumbled into my life and God really started speaking to me again. And I, I created kind of this new relationship with God that I never had before because of the Enneagram. Um, The Enneagram just really reminded me of who I am and that I am unique and that God created me in his image. And he, I am, you know, wonderfully and purposefully made. um, And he had, you know, his hand was through all of that. So um, that I should celebrate who I am and where I am. And um, so that's kind of how, I got introduced to the Enneagram. Um, it was, I was first introduced to it um, when I was actually applying um, for a marketing director position. Um, it was my last job before I went out on my own. And um, this was one of several tests I took prior to being hired. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and the second I got my results, I was just hooked because I truly felt it was like a look into 
my personality that I, and told me things like I didn't even know how to articulate to others, like things that I knew about myself, but I was amazed that like, oh my gosh, this is a way to like explain my inner thoughts and like my internal operating system to other people. Yeah. Um, and so it was really empowering um, for me. And so from that moment on, really, I've been fascinated um, by the Enneagram. Um, I started getting my hands on all the books, articles, Instagram channels I could just to learn more. Um, and at the beginning, I very much focused on my own type. Um, but then I ended up really enjoying learning about the types of the other people in my life as well. Um, and then I found that led to just such better and stronger relationships personally with my family and friends. Um, but it wasn't until late 2019 that I really started learning all I could about all nine types, not just the types of people around me. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when I started to incorporate it into my business. Um, so that's kind of how I got into the Enneagram, um, I could talk all day about it um, and why the Enneagram is such a powerful tool. Um, but most people, just like a fun fact about the Enneagram, is most people don't realize that it's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, it's just so happened that it's kind of resurfaced as more of a trend in the last couple of years. But it's been a proven tool um, that coaches have been using to help marriages, business owners, and teams for over 50 years. Um, and so I really love how it's just a great starting place for self-development. And to go back to the faith aspect is I want to reiterate that I don't go to the Enneagram first, right? right. Like you, yeah. you'd never want to go to anything first other than God um, to help solve your problems, guide you. Um, but I do believe that God created us all uniquely and we are all, you know, um, have individualized approaches to how we make decisions and the Enneagram I just feel like is a really good tool um, to use. Yeah. So I and I like how you said first. it's it's a tool. It's yeah. just a tool to use. You're not saying yeah. it's the end all be all. Whereas where I think a lot of people get really frightened by yeah. Yeah, they were delving into something that is um, not healthy. Right, or not, you know, not something that it's looked upon as like it's not sacred yeah, it's not, so it's like yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. I think we fall in and, and then there's but there's point. other personality kind of tests out there that follow closely along I think with the Enneagram yeah. like there's that INJ I can't remember there's, what it's called yeah, but the Myers-Briggs. Yeah, Myers-Briggs. yeah and all of those kind of things Clifton Strengths those kind of things they're all based mm-hmm. on your personality type mm-hmm. and they're all used as tools to like you say you're helping these small business owners and you know you could have six people in a room and every single person has a unique personality type that is their Mm -hmm. core they may get along with you but it's like their core strength Mm -hmm. is like based off of certain personality types that fall within those categories and so I I just think it's interesting I, I would never use it as something like okay here's the thing I don't like I don't like when people meet you and they go, what's your number? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a two. Oh, you're a thing. You know, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't put me yeah. in a box. Like, yeah. that's not. So I don't like when people get so into it that that's that they have to know what your number is. And then they start evaluating. you. Yeah, like, oh, 
<laughs> oh, you're going to be this kind of friend or you're this way in business. And it's like, whoa, can you just get to know me first? So that's where I get really hung up on um, sure. when people start doing, you know, like, they place a number on your right. forehead. Right. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> and then everything is based sure. off of that. So I I think yes, as a tool, it's it can be a great accompaniment, but I think people take it too far sometimes. Yeah. And well I think that's exactly what I think Hillary was saying that yeah. too. Like it's not the end all be all. Right. right. Like it is it is about finding that balance between I know what my personality yes. is and kind of not coming out and saying, well, you're a, you know, but knowing, oh, if Phyllis is a five, I know that. I'm oh, a nine, by the way. I'm a, a peacekeeper. She's a peacekeeper. <laughs> 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 we should make you evaluate our relationship, Hillary. Really <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, no. it, it works so well. It's really complete great. opposite. <laughs> it works so well. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Can, okay, so I have to ask. This is just... Such a random question. Well, it's not a random question, but what are you? You are what number? Because now I'm curious. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I am a three okay. and a three through and through. Um, some people, you know, say, you know, yeah, I can, but I pick up some of my wings, which that's, I know, Enneagram jargon, but I am like a three wing, three wing, three. I mean, wow. I am as <laughs> three as you can get. Um, and what is like a three? Saying, Phyllis, I, what was that? What, what is, is a three? three? The three is the kind of the moniker they give the three is the achiever. Ah, okay. Yeah, so we are, we tend to be kind of workaholics. Um, <laughs> we get kind of a lot of our self-esteem from work and what we can achieve and accomplish. Oh, I think um, Rhonda has wings and three. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's just important to be able to like identify, like I know for me in business, knowing what somebody as a type is when we go into a meeting or something, I'm kind of more aware of like, if they are stressed, like, and so let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about the wings because the wings always used to really confuse me. And then you gave me this great guide to being a type two. And I was looking at, and I was like, Oh yeah, I kind of do go into a type eight when I go into stress. See, I don't know anything. I just have heard about the wings and I was like, shoot now, now I thought it was a nine and now there's wings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Let's talk about that. Yeah. So the wings, so your wings are the type on either side of you. So I'll use Rhonda for an example. So she's a two. So on either side of her, she has a type one and a type three. Um, and what wings are is you just think of them as you're like your sidekick. Um, so it's like attributes from each of those types that you might pick up that you might, um, that kind of what makes you more unique, right? There are some people that lend more toward one wing or the other. 
there's some people who pick up attributes from both of their wings, and there's some people who don't really pick up attributes of their wings at all. Um, so when you hear people say, oh, I'm a two-wing three, that probably means that they associate more with the characteristics of a three than a one, but there's no actual um, studies shown that someone is, you know, a, a subtype based on their wing. Mm. Um, that's something that kind of the trend has kind of brought about, and quite frankly, I think it confuses the heck out of people. Yeah. Um, so I just think of the wings as just like your sidekicks, mm-hmm. and you pick up, you know, some of the traits from either from either of your sidekicks, just like kind of how you would with your best friend, right? Is mm-hmm. that you, you know, you might pick up, you know, something more in common from with that friend than the other friend. Um, but the other thing, um, and Rhonda, you just mentioned this, is like your, it's your lines of integration and disintegration. So the Enneagram is a, a symbol, um, and each type has two lines that go, or that connect to it. And one line points to your integration number. And what essentially this means is is when you are in the flow, when you're in a really good place in your life, you're going to pick up the positive attributes of that type. And then the other line goes to what we call your disintegration or your disintegrated type, which that is the number you go to or the type you go to when you're really stressed or burnt out, mm-hmm. and you tend to start exhibiting the kind of the more negative attributes of that type, um, and that's honestly that component, the stress and health um, types, as long with as, as well as the making decisions, which I can go into um, in a little bit. Those are the really the components I use most in my coaching, um, because I can tell if one of my clients is in a really bad spot in their mm-hmm. business. By how they're acting, you know, oh. by I'm seeing some negative attributes from their stress type. Um, and so it's really like, it's, it's super complex. Um, yeah. And like I said, I tend to get really jargony when I talk about this. I, I mean, like, it just, it all it's possible. doing is making me think like, I just need a coach. I <laughs> <laughs> need an Enneagram coach. Yes. I need oh, an I Enneagram need to, to like <laughs> understand all this stuff. <laughs> no, I think, you know, and I do think it's, it's, it's good to know because for me, I'm, I'm looking at my, um, the paper that you've given me and it's like, when I go into stress, I can begin to dominate a conversation or be aggressive. And I totally like, I'm like, yeah, that's totally me. When I would I get- agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need counseling after this. <laughs> We're going to need a coach for the coach. Right, exactly. <laughs> but in my health, I go to mindful. I'm very mindful of my emotions, which is true. So when I, and it's true because like, I can tell like when I'm tired, burnout, stress, yeah. I can go into the more aggressive mode. Um, and I see that in my personal life and also in my business life, I can be that way when I've, I mean, I can specifically think of one time at work where I was in major stress and my boss was like, I don't remember ever seeing you like this. And, and it was right before I was just so burnt out, you know? And so I do believe that it's really important to know these things about yourself and to study that. Like and I, to not let, like, your emotions guide you mm-hmm. in the... Yeah, because that makes sense that if you're in that stressed mode, you tend to gear towards right. certain attributes. Yeah. And we don't think of it that way. But if you understand it, if you read up on right. it and understand it more... Then you're able to actually 
um, I wouldn't say control them, but manage them Just maybe a little you better. Recognize you recognize know? it. Being yeah. aware. Yeah, being aware. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like a lot of people, because, um, you know, you take personality tests when you interview for jobs and stuff, and a lot of times mm-hmm. you're like, these are so stupid, you know, but mm-hmm. for me, the Enneagram seems to be the one, that and Strength Finders, and I know that you've mm-hmm. done that yeah. one before too. Those are the two I really love because I feel like they're not, um, and being, you know, having psychology background, like I used to laugh because when we would do the, the ones that were like in the business realm, I'm all, oh, they're asking me the same question. They just asked me, they're just in a different version. So they want me to answer the same way. You know, it's yeah. like you kind of understand <laughs> Trying to it. outsmart them. <laughs> right. But I feel like the Enneagram one really does kind of give you a good snapshot mm-hmm. of like your personality and who mm-hmm. you are and how well the emotions your strengths are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which is good. So, so I'm going to hit on something, if you don't mind, hit on something you said about, you know, not letting your emotions guide you. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Um, the Enneagram is broken. It's nine types, but it's broken into three different categories. Mm. Um, and they call this like the intelligence centers. So it's broken up into your head, your heart, and your body. And each type is in one of these groups. Um, And if you don't mind, I want to just, because there are some people who actually, it's really positive for them to be guided by their emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you are a type two, three, and four, you're heart-centered. And so you are going to make decisions and take action best by really being in tune to your heart and your emotions Mm -hmm. and keying into those feelings because God created two threes and fours to be feelers Mm. and that's a really positive thing and so so often in life we're told you know don't make decisions by how you feel but actually for some people that's how they best make decisions Uh and take action well Um, Hillary just to not just to ask you this real quick so that's interesting that you say that because because me being a two I can feel a room very easily. Like I can walk into a room and I can feel the energy of that room. I can feel the energy of a person. If they're off, like Mm -hmm. for the day, I can read it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I always really growing up, I was told like, don't cry. Don't, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not by my parents, but by like people, Mm -hmm. my parents always encourage crying. But like when I got into business, like I was told, oh, you're a crier, don't mm-hmm. cry. And a lot of times, and we've talked about this before, I would cry out of frustration. It mm-hmm. wasn't really because I was yes. sad. I was just frustrated. You couldn't place the emotion. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah to so match that's the words. interesting. Yeah. So can I ask yeah, you what, absolutely. what Enneagram is a head and a body then? Yes. So if you are a type five, six, or seven, you are in the head center, um, which means when you're taking action or making a decision, you should use logic and reasoning um, and really focus on the logical thing to do, right? Like, I remember being told growing up as a heart center, like, no, that's not logical. And that just didn't compute to me. Mm. Like, I knew what they meant, but it's like, that's not that's not natural to me. Um and in the same respect, eight, nines, and ones, so Phyllis, here yeah. you go, um, you are in the body center, which means that you should really trust your gut. Oh, yeah. Into more instinctual feelings. Um, and I really like, for my faith, um, <laughs> faith-centered clients, 
I refer to body centers as being really in tune with the Holy Spirit. Um, oh eight signs and ones just have this like intuition. Um, and I think intuition is the Holy Spirit. Um, I agree with you. That is crazy because that's exactly how I feel. I'm like mind blown right now because one, that's very true of you, but that's Mm -hmm. also very true of my daughter. Like Mm -hmm. she, like sometimes I won't get a good feeling about somebody, um, but she'll be like, no, I think they're like, mm-hmm. they're okay because I can tend to yeah. do it on emotion. Right. Yeah. No, my husband will yeah. ask me like, what do you, what do you feel? And, and I feel very connected to the Holy spirit too. It's like, I, mm-hmm. I try to tell people like, you know, to feel that, that people probably can't because right. they're from yeah, you're like, wait, what? And I'm like, you know, the Holy spirit, you know, it like comes on you, you feel it in your gut, like, you know, and they're just like, no, <laughs> But, um, and not to say, like, we all have access exactly, exactly, yeah. But he speaks to us differently, differently. I just really feel like type eight, nines, and ones just have a different, a different connection, yeah. And I think as a little girl, I always trusted my gut, and Mm. that's so funny that you said that, yeah. So, man, that's Mm. kind of mind blowing, right there. I know. Well, and I think that is. When you place it around, you know, our spirituality mm-hmm. too, um, that makes you kind of understand. I mean, you know, of course, like God created us with different personalities and different gifts. And I think we get so caught up in the like legalism of, oh, this is not good or this is like not right that we don't bother to explore like what is, you know, what is God saying this? I mean, I know that there's a lot of um, churches that use and I, I agree with it. Like a lot when they are hiring staff, mm-hmm. they hire them kind of. How is your Enneagram going to work and what departments we're going to put them into? Because what that does yeah. make a difference. Makes a huge difference because if yeah. you're throwing somebody out in front and center, that that is not who they are, mm-hmm. you know, in in their true personality mm-hmm. trait. And they're trying to push that in, on them. That can be disastrous. Right. Yeah. Right. I think mm-hmm. you do have to match uh, people with their personalities and the way they their core mm-hmm. really is and I like I like that head heart body um that's really good yeah because I didn't understand it that way but that makes total sense yeah and, I, and it's where you and I do connect right because you have the emotional um you were saying you feel right and then I have the gut. Right. And so between the two of us, we're like, what do you think? What do you think? What are you, <laughs> what's going on? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I think that if we can learn to not, um, you know, even like, I remember when you said this to me and I saw the stress of an eight and I was like, oh, that's an awful trait. Like, that's horrible, you know? But at the same time, I'm like, man, that's really good to know. Like, that's mm-hmm. good to know that I'm close right. to burnout if I am hitting these things. Yeah. And I think sometimes, because I, Sometimes you're so unaware that you're close to burnout Mm -hmm. and then you don't know how to get back to center. Right. And so I think that's so many things that people, it it doesn't have to be about business. Like I think a lot of times people go, the Enneagram wants for your, you know, business Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like, no, really like get to know yourself. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like we don't take time to get to know who we are and Mm -hmm. then we're ineffective to anybody else that we aren't effective to help people to be, you know, supportive to them if we don't know who we are. So, um, yeah, I definitely, that's crazy. This is interesting. This is so interesting. I could talk to you for like hours. Okay. So, I mean, we are, ladies, we are just scratching the surface of all what the Enneagram can offer. I mean, these are the key points that I got. I mean, the wings, 
lines of health stress and the decision making these are these are the core right the core things i start with with anybody but there are so many more little nuances um within it and and i'm sure you can just tell that i could you know this is truly my passion yeah Yeah. i could go on and on and on um about all of this and so i just encourage i think you guys have been both hitting the nail on the head with it an awareness yeah um and that you can absolutely in any aspect of your life, it begins with awareness, right? right? Awareness of who you are and acceptance of who you are. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that's good. Change yourself. That's good. Acceptance of who you are. I like that because I think so often we try to be somebody else. You know, we try yeah. to fit yeah. in this box of I want to be like her. Like and we her. Don't uh-huh. accept you know, our own strengths and our own qualities. And I think that's one of them for women in general too. I feel like that's one of our biggest downfalls is we're in constant comparison with what that person's doing and what their journey is and how it's, you know, working for them. And it's like, instead of looking at what our strengths are and what we can how build on. You are yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So, um, I know we could go on forever. Um, but can you tell us to, but I have two questions for you. The first one is, what books would you recommend for somebody who is looking to dig a little deeper um, into this? Yeah. Um, for the faith aspect, if you're really, if you're still questioning, you know, how the Enneagram relates to faith, um, there is a book called The Sacred Enneagram by Christopher Hurt that is phenomenal. Um, Richard Rohr actually writes the introduction, um, and it is an incredible book. Um, about the Enneagram and how it relates to faith. Uh, And then there is, I'm looking over, I was checking um, the author's name. I'm in my office and checked checked behind me, but um, (laughs) the Enneagram in love and in work. So it covers both the relationship aspect as well as the work aspect. And that's by Helen Palmer. Um, It's an old book, a very old book, but it's really good. Um, And I use that all the time. And then um, I am blanking on her last name, and I do not know why I'm blanking on her last name, but it's, the book is called The Road Back to You. Oh, oh yes. yeah, I heard yes. it. I think I bought that book, but I haven't read it yet. I think that's like the original yeah. one. Um, yeah, The Road Back to You, I think, is the original one that I was kind of introduced to when the when I was introduced mm-hmm. to the Enneagram. Um, of course, we'll put these all on our show notes so that everybody can have yeah. and that information. But, um, okay, so my last question for you is, what would you tell your 22-year-old self? I'm sure you have a lot to tell it. <laughs> yeah, I would say... I would say buckle up. It's a bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but in all actuality, I don't think it would have been a bumpy ride if I would have just known to really trust my heart mm. and to not care about what other people thought about me mm. and that it was no one's life but mine and that mistakes are okay. Mistakes happen yeah. and you're not defined by your mistakes. Mm. That's good. I love that. Oh my gosh, Hillary, we, um, I don't feel like we're gonna have to do another podcast with you at some point because you are just too good. I would love it. <laughs> we'll have to do part two. I know we'll have I to do like part we'll two. We'll have to do wings part yeah. two. Yeah, we'll have to do the wings. <laughs> that way you can give us all the details on that. Well, how does our um, tribe find you and where can they follow you on social media? Sure. So I am at 
Hillary K everywhere, and my name's kind of spelled funky, so I'll spell it here. It's H-I-L-L-A-R-I-E-K-A-Y. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, I just recently started a TikTok, which we'll see how long that lasts. I know I'm young, but I have, uh, I don't feel as young as I am. Um, There's reels now too, girl. Yeah. There's reels, although you do feel stupid doing them every single time. My daughter's making me try them out. I'm like, oh no, this could go horribly wrong. Yeah. No, I can, I can watch them for days. Right. Uh, actually doing them myself has, has been, has been a challenge, but yes, Hillary K everywhere. And then Hillary K.com. My main site is actually currently under construction, but I do have some coaching packages up there if people are interested in that. But on um, Instagram, I have some freebies in my link in my bio. Awesome. So that's a good way just to get connected with the Enneagram and all of that fun stuff. That is so awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to just talk to us about the Enneagram and kind of clearing up some questions that I know some of our listeners had about faith in the Enneagram. And we look forward to having another conversation with you in the future. And 24 Carat Tribe, don't forget to follow us on 24 Carat Conversations podcast. On leave Instagram. a review. Yeah, leave a review. <laughs> and if you... Seriously, if I think we're going to do a review tutorial because I've been getting a lot of questions on like, how do we do a review? So I think we're going to go ahead and do that. But um, yeah, make sure you hit like, the star button. Yeah, hit the, <laughs> hit the five stars, people. Hit the five stars. Um, but please make sure to leave us a review, share, like, and we look forward to talking to you guys next time. Until next time, tribe, sparkle on. Bye, peeps. Bye, peeps. <laughs>